In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. First of all, let me start by wishing you all a very Merry Christmas, and thanking you all for being here tonight to celebrate with us the birth of Jesus Christ. Tonight is not merely a celebration of the birth of a child, nor even the birth of the Messiah. Tonight, we celebrate the birth of our God. Tonight, we celebrate that our God took up residency inside Mary and became one of us. And that through the pain of childbirth, Mary brought Christ into the world. That's where I want our minds to linger this evening, on the birth of Christ, or more specifically, on Mary bringing Christ into the world. As a former thoroughgoing evangelical, I was raised to be quite skeptical of anything that anyone says about Mary. I was told, rightly, that the Catholic doctrines about Mary don't come from the Bible, and wrongly, that we should therefore keep Mary at an arm's distance. Except it's the Bible which says of Mary that she is blessed among all women. And again, in the Bible, Mary sings of herself that all generations will call her blessed. All generations. So I am no longer scared to speak too highly of Mary as I once was. For every generation of the church should call her blessed, i.e. show appropriate respect and honor to her. With that in mind, let me say this. As Mary gives birth To her son this evening, Mary is a model for Christian discipleship. To understand this better, we need to go backwards in time, about nine months. On March 25th, the church celebrates a special feast day, the Feast of the Annunciation. On that day, we celebrate the angel Gabriel coming to Mary to announce to her that she would give birth to a child. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. To which Mary ultimately replies with her fiat, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. That's an excellent model of what it means to be a disciple, but I want to take things just a step further. Presumably at that moment, Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, took up residency, came to dwell in Mary's body. Christ was in her, as this icon from St. Catherine's Monastery on Mount Sinai in Egypt illustrates. There's Mary 
with Christ dwelling inside her. Now, I want to pause for just a moment and remind you of something. We talked about this recently in our story of the Bible class. I said last week, actually, that God works in human history to provide us with metaphors. Metaphors and language for us to understand who Jesus was and what he did. Jesus died as a sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. We all know this. Except he didn't die within the sacrificial system. There was a system in place in which to make sacrifices, and he doesn't die within that system. He dies actually outside the system. He wasn't killed in Jerusalem by a priest and then laid on the altar of the temple. Because the sacrificial system was a metaphor. It explained, it helped us understand what would happen on the cross. It helps us understand what happened when Jesus died. In the same way, I want to suggest to you tonight, thanks in part to some recent writings by my friend Matt Milner, art history professor at Wheaton College. I'm, I'm not good at finding art like this. He is. Um, that the Annunciation, while a real historical event, is also a metaphor for what happens to all of us at our conversion. If you've been listening to, me, listening to me preach for the past five years, you'll know that I make a big deal about Christ, about us dwelling in Christ, this Pauline phrase, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. But it is equally true that at our conversion, Christ comes to dwell in us. The prophets had promised long ago that God, just like he did at the Annunciation, would put his spirit within his people, that he would come to dwell inside us. Ezekiel said, and I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. Paul put it this way, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. At the Annunciation, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ dwelt in Mary's body. Likewise, at our conversion or baptism, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ comes to dwell in our body. And this isn't a one-time thing. We relive or rehearse this moment of Christ coming to dwell inside us every time we come forward and once again welcome Christ into our bodies as we eat his flesh and drink his blood. It's for this reason, because Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit dwells in us, that Paul can say things like this, we are the temple of the living God. God has taken up his residency inside our bodies. So, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are like Mary. God has come to dwell in us. He has taken up his residency inside of us. This is made remarkably clear in the icon of St. Minas in the Byzantine Church of St. Nicholas 
of Kasnitsi in Castoria, Greece. Remember this image I showed at the very beginning? Christ, big circle, or Mary, big circle, Christ dwelling inside Mary. This is the icon of St. Minas. St. Minas was a Roman soldier from Egypt who was martyred for his Christian faith. But do you see what's happened? Instead of Christ dwelling in Mary, he now dwells in St. Minas. Just as he dwells in each and every one of you. In that sense, you are Mary because Christ dwells in your body. But of course, the point isn't merely that Christ dwells in us. Christ, as he was inside Mary, must be formed in us. He must grow, mature, develop. Paul addresses the Galatians in this way. He says, My little children, for whom I am in the anguish of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. The process of, being, of Christ being formed in us is not Christ growing bodily in our room, but rather us becoming more like Christ, what we call sanctification, the process of discipleship. And the goal of all this of course, of Christ coming to dwell in us, of Christ being formed in us. The goal of this is Christmas. The goal of Christ dwelling in us and being formed in us as we are conformed to his image is Christmas. The goal is to bring Christ into the world. Tonight we celebrate that Mary literally brought Christ into the world through the pains of childbirth. She brought forth the King of heaven and earth, the Son of David, the Son of Abraham, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us. But we too, like Mary, are tasked today with bringing Christ into the world. We don't bring Christ into the world through the pains of childbirth. Instead, we bring Christ to the world by being the hands and feet of Jesus for other people. We bring Christ into the world by showing His love to the people that He made. We bring Christ into the world by shining His light into the darkest places of this world. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ dwells in us and He is being formed in us as we are being conformed to His image so that we can bring Christ to other people. Which is to say that Christmas then is not just a celebration. And it's not just an incredible miracle. It is also missional. Christ didn't come to the world merely to hang out with us for a few decades and then Move on to something better. Christ came to the world today on a mission. He came to deal with the problem of sin and to bring His his eternal kingdom. He was born to bring His salvation to the world in every sense of that term salvation. And now, And now He has come to dwell in us and He is being formed in us so that we can bring that same salvation to that same world that still so desperately needs it. 
He came to dwell in us. He is being formed in us so that we can be Christ for other people. That's what I'd like you to ponder this evening. Just like in the icon of St. Minas, Christ dwells in you. Christ is being formed in you. But now, now it is time to celebrate Christmas. It is time for you to go back out those doors and bring Christ to the world. To be His hands and feet. To bring His kingdom to His people. And to shine His light into His world. Christmas is a celebration, yes, but it is also a commission for each and every one of us to take what is inside us and bring it forth in this world. That's what Mary did at Christmas. She took what God had placed inside her and brought it forth into this world. Christmas is a commission for each and every one of us to bring Christ to this world, to be Mary. If you know this prayer, um, I'll conclude, and you're, I'll conclude with this, and you're welcome to pray it with me. Notice how the first lines are all straight from Scripture. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Be merry this Christmas. Bring Christ into the world. Amen.